you are listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast, delivered every Tuesday, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. Here's your host, Royce Aguilar, from the Research Department at First MetroSec. Hello everyone, you're listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast, delivered every Tuesday, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. So here's your host, uh, Royce Aguilar from the Research Department of First Metro Securities. Okay, so we will discuss this week. You know, as always, we, we, we first discuss the weekly summary and outlook and then a theme for the week. And as mentioned last week, our theme for the week is to discuss Converge ICT and its prospectus. Let's just first discuss what happened last week. So the PSCI dropped by 175.28 points to close at 6,197.30. So that's around 2.75% just last week. We were down by that amount. And, you know, investors continue to weigh the government's commitment to reopen the economy against the accelerated rise in coronavirus cases in the country. So as average, daily tests hit over 20,000 in the last week. Daily reported cases have reached a new high of 2,539 cases last July 8th. That was Wednesday. So, turnover value was 5.7 billion. That's around average. But foreigners were heavy net sellers by 5.7 billion. For this week, we expect to trade the market to trade sideways with a bit of a downward bias. On the international front, we're looking at President Trump recently expressing it's disinterest to have a phase two of the US-China trade deal. So, stating that the country's relationship has been severely damaged by the pandemic. Meanwhile, on the local front, our NEDA secretary, our acting NEDA secretary, Kartruva, recently warned of further downward divisions to macroeconomic growth forecast for the year after seeing worse than expected data in April and May. Investor sentiment will also likely be set by the government's upcoming announcement on the fate of the community quarantine measures beginning mid-July. So, in recall, uh, the recent quarantine measures where Cebu was elevated to ECQ, Metro Manila was maintained to GCQ, that's only until July 15. So, we do expect announcements from the government this week regarding the quarantine measures. Will it be the same or will it be elevated or the like? Additionally, Fitch Solutions downgraded the Philippines telecom industry risk citing the politicization of telecom services in the country as one of the deterrents to foreign investment following the denial of ABS-CBN's franchise renewal. So this may also affect ABS, ABS' ability to settle its long-term debts. For our stock picks, we have a couple of buy and one sell call. Of course, first one, double drive. Last Friday, disclosed, expecting to raise nearly $17 million from its first series of real estate investment trust offering, the application of which will be filed next month. So, Double Dragon had chosen around $50.9 billion worth of leasable assets of its joint venture from DD Meridian Park Development Corp to make up for the first tranche of its upcoming offer. So, a total of seven properties is planned to be uh, under the program of DD. So, it has this combined area of 248,000 square meters so that's covering more over a fourth of DD's total leasing assets of around 803,000 square meters. 
Rodini's plan B should free up capital and provide better financial flexibility and fuel the company's expansion plans. So that being said, positive sentiment is expected in the short term. We recommend buying at current prices. Just set a strict cut loss below 16.80, given that's a strong support as of the moment. Next is uh, our buy call is Jimmy Network. So of course, recall last Friday, majority of the House Committee on Legislative Franchises adopted this recommendation of its technical working group to reject the bill seeking to grant ABS-CBN a renewed franchise. Investors are expected to flock to Jimmy Seven given the possible shift of viewers to the network. A report from the Nielsen actually covering the first six months of 2020 showed Jimmy with a 63% audience share as of July 2020, compared to only 34.5% last March. In terms of price action though, GMA7 is trading at overbought levels, so we recommend trading with caution. But of course, given what happened last Friday, we do expect some positive reaction, at least at the early part of this week. So those entering can set a cut loss below this opening. So that's the strategy I'm seeing. A sell call though is on Lopez Holdings Corp. Uh, keep in mind uh, that ABS, uh, the trading of ABS-CBN is suspended at least for Monday. So, trading of Lopez Holdings Corp is not suspended. And keep in mind that Lopez has a 56% economic interest in ABS-CBN shares through Lopez Inc. PDRs, while Lopez only has an economic interest in ABS. We think that the negative sentiment is still expected to spill over to Lopez Holdings Corp, given its associations. That, that being said, we recommend lighting position on the stock. To support is actually at 2.60 pesos. I, I would like to add, in terms of technical analysis of PSI, so blueprint report, it actually broke below its lower trend line last week. However, the market is in support of the index still around its 100-day moving average, which is currently at 6,023. So the market is still above that 100. We do expect further downside once the market breaks below 6,023 and the next support that we're seeing which is around 5946 so the strategy that you're seeing is to accumulate at pullbacks until 5946 and immediately sell once it significantly breaks below 5946 okay so for the theme of the week that we will discuss the uh, prospectus or the in-depth description of who converge is its offering company okay so first let's discuss the offering to converge ict solution is eyeing to raise around 700 million billion pesos for its planned initial public offering. So Converge um, is actually backed by this US-based private equity firm called Warburg Pincus, which actually invested 12.8 billion last year for a sizable minority stake. In terms of the banks we will be working with Converge in this IPO process, these are BPI, BDO, Morgan Stanley, and UBS Group. So price setting is expected to be on October 9. And the offering is targeted to begin from October 13 until October 19, with listing on the main board targeted on October 26. According to the prospectus, approximately 90% of proceeds from the maiden share offering will fund Converge ICT's Apex to accelerate the firm's nationwide fiber network rollout. So that's actually good. It's a good indication of that 90% of this big 35 billion is allocated to Apex for expansion. So that's what we want to see actually. So that's good on that front. And the balance of 10% will be earmarked for general corporate purposes. So who is Converge? So Converge operates actually two businesses. 
Under the residential business, it primarily offers high-speed fixed broadband internet services to its residential customers. Number two, for its enterprise business, it offers high-speed fixed broadband internet services, private data network solutions, cloud and co-location services, and other connectivity solutions to its enterprise customers of varying sizes, industries, and time. In terms of the product it offers, Converge designs its offerings to meet the evolving demands of its customers. Right? So in 2017, it actually launched its flagship entry-level FTTH product, FiberX1500, which is catered for the middle-income Philippine household that forms the core base. So according to them, it has become their most popular internet plan for residential subscribers. So in addition, they actually believe that they were among the first in the market to remove data caps on residential packages last 2016 and among the first to introduce bandwidth add-ons for its residential subscribers in 2018. So just to mention a bit according to its residential survey, so according to speed, according to them, they provide connection approximately 2.2 times faster than its competitors. According to connection reliability, they were approximately two times more reliable than their peers. Their survey, in addition, 67% of surveyed Converse subscribers rarely experience any downtime, which is significantly higher than the experience of other operators' customers. So in terms of things, so for 8.3 out of 10 for affordability, which is 70% higher than their other operators. So according to the survey by Media Partners Asia, so it's, it's the leading provider of research to that industry. Converge is leading on speed, connection, reliability, and affordability. So that's according to the survey. In terms of the numbers, so first, I would like to discuss the numbers on the offering on the offering side, right? On the offering side, around three billion shares of the firm, thirty percent of which will be offered to us retail, right? We have um around three hundred ninety million shares allocated to retail offers. So I believe compared to the other IPOs, that is that's more than enough. Keep in mind that the 35.9 billion is the biggest IPO in the Philippines. Recall the last one was RHIs, I believe was only around 28 billion. So looking at the numbers, Converge currently covers 2 million households in Luzon and plans to expand nationwide by 2021. So in terms of broadband penetration, they expect that to double to 1% within the next 5 years from around 15 to 17% of households currently. Converge claims to be actually the largest high-speed fixed broadband operator in the Philippine subscriptions with a 54% market share as of end March 20. So again, that's according to Media Partners Asia, which is the leading independent provider of research across media telecoms in Asia-Pacific. In terms of what Converge also claims, he also claims to be this fastest-growing broadband operator in the country with residential business capturing 51% market share of new subscriptions from January 1, 2018 to March 31, 2020. And it also claimed that its enterprise business grew 3.3 times the pace of the overall market between 2016 to 2019. And also, they are the only major pure play high-speed fixed broadband provider to focus on serving the Philippine fixed broadband market. So right, so keep in mind that compared to Globe and PLDT, they don't have this um, mobile business. So it's more on the internet side. In terms of its fiber network, it's still limited to Luzon. Of course, again, they plan to expand nationwide by 2021. At the height of ECQ around May, the company registered this record high of 
50,000 new gross residential subscribers. In terms of the on the revenue side, between 2017 and 2019, Converge revenue grew at a compound annual growth rate of 76.3%. So the basic thing to get out of that is from 2017, the company's revenue grew at 76.3 times or 76.3% from 2017 to 2019 each year. In terms of their adjusted EBITDA margin, so it's around 50.8%. Its return on invested capital is around 19.6%. They have this industry leading growth. And I would like to focus more on this, another metric that is usually used in the sector. It's called average revenue per user. So this is actually widely used in the sector, specifically Globe and PLDT uses this metric in their earnings report. So their residential business ARPU, or average revenue per user, increased from 1,178 pesos last 2018 to 1,293 to 2019. This is driven by the increasing contribution of FDs in their customer index, driving the higher average revenue per user, average, in this, in converge case, higher revenue per household. It's actually, what's besides the increasing contribution of the fiber to the home, they're actually upselling its premium packages. Like the fiber extreme packages, the added product it actually adds 10 Mbps to their bandwidth for an additional service fee of 99 pesos per month. The fiber extreme. In terms of the fiber to the home business, that's actually what's driving revenue for them. 139% compounded annual growth rate revenue from 2016 to 2019. So again, from 2016 to 2019, per year, the growth of the fiber to the home business around two residential subscription. It grew 276% each year from 2016 to 2019. So from only 6,000 residential subscriptions last 2016, as of end 2019, it's already around subscribers. So that's how fast the fiber to the home business grew. So in terms of this, the customers from 4,292 to 10,000 customers as of end 2019. So that's around 33% growth every year from 2016 to 2019. There, in terms of what we think, definitely demand for fixed broadband in the Philippines has accelerated with the onset of COVID-19. Uh, work from home arrangements, social distancing became the new normal. That accelerated the demand for that said sector. And according to Converge, since, since the implementation of ECQ, the company's multiple contracts with leading BPO customers to provide connectivity to the homes of their employees in order to address the permanent or long loss. Given the silver lining in the telecom industry, the, the firm's performance and opportunities that lie ahead, this may see some um, demand for its offering. Of course, in terms of price action, a bit of a, a bit, this, this is a relatively compared to the likes of Merrimart. So this may be uh, harder to at least do a ceiling play on the first three days after season day. But nevertheless, it is a promising company. It's a it's a big it's a bigger company than than most expected. In terms of their strategy, Converge ICT has the potential to expand its client base. We saw a record subscribers of fifty thousand, right last May, and they have growth prospect. They have yet to establish their ground and giving them this upside for growth. And given the huge IP. Right, but what we've mentioned in the first part of the theme part of this podcast, majority of the net proceeds will go to CapEx, will support their nationwide aim to further expand the size of the region. So there, I hope 
you learn more about Converge in terms of the offering. We can discuss further about Converge once more data comes in. So that's it for me, and thank you for listening in to this week's Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast. This is Roy Seguilar from the Research Department. And as always, your future first. Thanks for listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast. Don't forget to follow us to get first dibs on our new episodes. For more up-to-date market news and info, exclusive content, and the opportunity to connect with your fellow Filipino investors and traders, join facebook.com slash groups slash First Metro Sec and be part of the First Metro Sec family.